<clears throat> two days ago, the next door neighbor of my grandmother at her house on Lake New Hampshire died. This was someone that she'd known for 50 years. Someone that, maybe not 50 years, 40 years for sure. Someone that she was dear friends with. Um, and someone who she relied on to keep her house running. He was, he, he would do all of the things that the house needed. He was a, uh, a year-long resident there in a community where most people are summer people. And him and his extended family are the closest friends that my grandmother has who've known her the longest at this point in her life. <clears throat> and he died of a heart attack while he was working on a dock over on a different part of the lake. He died quickly. And he was in his 60s, I want to say, maybe 70s, early 70s. And so it feels tragic because it's obviously too soon. On the other hand, he died the way that he would have wanted to die. Doing what he loved out on the lake with a minimum of trouble to other people. Obviously, there's always trouble to other people when you die, but dying that way is a short amount of trouble and a large dose of grief all at once, but it's different from having something lingering that could potentially put your family's financial health at risk, and I know he wouldn't have wanted that. My wife uh, was a hospice nurse before she became an elementary school nurse. And one of the things I remember her saying in our conversations about her work at the time was that our culture has done a good job of closing all of the relatively easy doors to death. And what that means is that for most people, <clears throat> the doors that they have to walk through are pretty crappy doors. Pretty crappy choices that are left take away the easy doors to death. <clears throat> and I've been thinking a lot about that and, and also about what sort of legacy I hope to leave behind. Here's somebody who has left a big hole in the world by his passing, but also has <clears throat> has been loved by so many people and helped so many people and will be remembered by so many people fondly. And 
That's what I hope for. It's been especially poignant because uh, yesterday visiting my 97-year-old grandmother just made me how aware, well, it made me more aware of how fleeting life is and how you get these chances to be with people you love and you get these chances to express that you love them and then that's it, both for them and for you in terms of that relationship between the two of you. And here we are in this moment when we still have my grandmother still have my aunt and uncle who are there when all of us are here and healthy and happy and definitely <clears throat> I think we were worried because we had been planning to go visit them um, before he died and then we thought well is it appropriate for us to show up and to stay away and I thought you know it'd be really stupid if I let this opportunity to visit my grandmother pass because I was worried about decorum of, of something but it turns out that uh, the connection that we had yesterday I think was sorely needed and appreciated by everyone by all of us who were there. We had a great time. It was so nice to see each other. And that feeling was heightened by the awareness of just how easily we can lose it. So go call your mom. Go call your kid. Go call your dad. Call your grandmother. Go see them if you can. Give them a hug. And appreciate what you've got while you've got it. not guaranteed that forever and sooner or later it will change thank you all for listening talk tomorrow